What's going on, everyone? I'm Joe Lemon, and welcome back to another episode of After the Exchange. In this episode, we're going to cover working with outside reps, 1099 reps, managing those relationships, trusting your gut, and, you know, most importantly, always staying a student, forever learning. And uh, this is what you missed out on last week with author, entrepreneur, anytime, Bariola. You know, run away from you, escape by going to work, you escape by becoming success- successful, you escape by getting married, you escape by having yeah. children, you escape by drinking alcohol, you escape by doing drugs, mm-hmm. you escape by watching television. You don't take that moment in solitude that is so necessary for everybody to deal with your fish because it's so heavy, but you gotta deal with it. You don't gotta do it alone, but you gotta deal with it. Otherwise, so as you can tell, he was definitely bringing some heat last week. I had a great time with him, man. You know, uh, we actually we actually did that episode um, during the NBA All-Star Weekend. So it was just, you know, the amount of energy that was just pumping was just, uh, you could feel it, man. It was tangible. And with that, um, I want to go to the question of the week. So I have um, I have Andrew, Andrew Wesco. And we've, we first linked up, me and Andrew first started talking uh, back on Anchor. He has his own podcast, check him out on Anchor. But he hit me up on Instagram. So that just goes to show, how, that's how these things happen. If you really try to build honest relationships with, with people. And that's what I'm really up to. And you know, it's not about having you know 10 million followers. That would be dope. I'm not gonna say that's, that wouldn't be awesome. But with that, it's one of those things where um, it's about more so trying to build honest relationships, and and that's why I think that you get that you don't get all wrapped up into uh, some of the pressures that you get from just doing social media. Is if you really focus on building honest relationships, engaging with with real people, and just taking those on to multiple platforms, and eventually, hopefully, we'll be able to link up in person. But with that, he had a great question. He 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 was asking about. Um, you know, how do you manage working with third-party reps, outside reps, 1099 guys? Uh, it looks like he travels um, all across the nation representing a product, and so he has to partner up with other people. And I thought it was a great question. I have to do a lot of this as well. I'm getting into more of it. Um, I work on the medical device side of things, and so I'm look, always looking for new reps. By the way, I'm in uh, Portland, Portland later on today. So if any of these guys catch this while I'm out there, please let's hit me up, let's grab coffee, let's chop it up. But anyway, um, yeah, you know when you're looking at trying to work with other with third-party people, both of you guys are trying to make a profit. I think it's extremely important to, for one, stay curious, like get to, like actually get to know the person. Just get to know them just for the sake of getting to know them. And just let that see where it goes. You know, I mean, just from a human to human type of standpoint, put business aside for a second. Um, I said it last week and you know something I purely believe I truly believe in is the fact that it's never just all business. There's always that human factor that that is there. And um, yeah, if you don't trust them, you gotta listen to your gut. And your gut's gonna give you that, you know. So build that human factor first and you know, just kinda um, up front. Um, next, I would say, uh, you know, put your motives out there. Like, let them know what you're up to. You want to make money by partnering them with X. Or you're looking for a good partner to handle, you know, this. I mean, whatever you're, whatever you honestly want um, up front from that person, it's best to lay it all out on the line. Leave no uh, rooms for, you know, question marks and trying to see what your actual intent may be, but just keep it purely above board. So um, that's one thing I would totally say. So stay curious, um, put everything out there up front, uh, get rid of all those blind spots by letting people know what your motives are. 
And, uh, and then last but not least, be willing to learn from their expertise as well. So this is interesting. When you're working with 1099 reps, and I get the opportunity to really do this, one of the coolest things that I find is that you will you will be presented, um, you know, multiple. Uh, I got some emails coming through. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you'll be you'll be you're going to come across all types of guys. Some guys are are extreme experts at what they do, and that's how they were able to branch off and do their and, and do their own, do their own thing. Or you got the guys who just weren't able just to get hired, so they decided to start repping other products. Which is, you know, you're not really sure who you got until you just have an honest conversation with them about, you know, them being human. And so, but either way, you can learn something from both parties. Now, in, I'll give you two stories really quick. First story, uh, I'm going to start with um, my coworker out of, uh, in a different territory. I'm not going to say where because I'm going to hurt too many feelings here. But anyway, long story short, uh, they reached out to my coworker and and it, it, was, it, was, this, it was this rep that reached out to my co-worker and you know they were talking prices and he wanted to know prices and he was just money driven which is fine and he was trying to sell our product great uh but then he started calling all of us like all the rest of my colleagues trying to pin their price against other prices so they can try to figure out you know who has the best deal for him and that right there is automatic red flag type of nonsense shadiness i mean I'm not sure exactly how the conversation went between those two, but let's just say that if he would say, look, I'm looking for the bottom barrel rate. So I'm about to start hitting people up. I'm gonna start doing homework. You know, I'm just putting it out there. I'm gonna start doing this homework on you. That's totally fine. I mean, that's not shady, but it is shady whenever you find out through some third parties that the guy's calling around trying to find out if he can get the lowest rate. Boom, okay, that's one story. Another story, this is where, uh, this one I'm directly involved with. And um, so I was in Denver this week and uh, you know, I'm not trying to brag, but I sold the most units at my company last last year. And we, and, and we did, a, we had a really good year. We were able to kind of bring on some new people. So we were growing and which is awesome. And it's great to be a part of an organization that's growing. And you know, with that growth, sometimes you can, there's that moment you find these, you, you can find yourself getting into, um, doing things that have always worked for you right so let me say that so i start picking up some bad habits basically and i started shortcutting a lot of things so i can get some things done and I'm, and so there's this really experienced rep out in denver had a chance to meet up with him keith what's going on brother great time man yesterday thanks thanks so much for coming out on my sales call so keith joined me on my sales call he's an experienced guy he's he's actually um so he's a so i pretty much sell to like you know people in, in the whole sports rehab world physical therapists, chiropractors, lots of, you know, MDs, DOs, people that are all dealing with any type of muscle, skeletal type pain, right? And Keith is a physical therapist. So he's a part of the people that I sell to. So I was excited to kind of meet him, excited to have him tag along. And when he tagged along, he shared so, so many jewels about things that I'm missing in my sales system. And, you know, at first I was like, dang, man, I'm, I'm, this thing is wide open as far as my amount of um, gaps I still have and holes I still have in my sales process. But, you know, it, it just lets me know that there's still so much to, there's still so much room for growth. And just when you think that that you're on to something, <laughs> as it does with most things in life, you realize that you're just getting started. So, you know, that that's my that's my uh two stories about dealing with reps uh, that I that I had some um, experience with this week alone. And, um, you know, every situation is a little bit different. 
but you know if you stay curious if you're um and you're always just kind of just willing to learn about people just from a personal level just you know just listen to them like crazy and just be willing to learn from whatever expertise they may bring to the table or, or lack thereof um you know listen to that as well and and really learn from the expertise and most importantly make your motives known up front so therefore there's never any type of uh, backlash with uh wonder what joe was up to i wonder what uh, andrew was trying to get across so Andrew, man, thanks so much for that question. Guys, I would love to have, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd love to give my two cents for whatever it's worth whenever it comes to growing a business. Um, I never claimed to be the expert or the guru when it comes to this, but I just, uh, I got some war wounds, that's all. And I, I like <laughs> I like sharing them because I think um, we, can all, we can all learn from each other, especially those times whenever we uh, drop the ball and our, uh, just had a massive fail. Because, um, you know, there's a lot of times there's numerous ways to win. And, uh, you know, there aren't there are a lot of I should say there's less ways to win than there are ways to mess up. So uh, if we can just expose all those ways to mess up and maybe allow you to hone in on the ways to really come out ahead. Man, this whole energy, this whole interview was really um, it's really fascinating to me. And one of the main points that I want to pull out is this inability to connect with people anytime brought this up man and um man the guy's really on to something with this and you know it goes back to just being transparent about where you are in life it goes back to being open and honest with yourself and if you're walking around with some baggage about you know about about things that happened in the previous times or or uh, if you're upset about you know um how you were treated growing up you know whatever that baggage may be uh whatever those stories that you tell yourself on a consistent basis boy does it reflect and doesn't it i mean it's crazy how it shows in all your relationships so it's one of the main reasons why you know it, it just it just doesn't pay off for me to um to really do and treat some people in my inner inner circle a certain type of way without being 100% open and honest about that. So, you know, working through that baggage is, is clutch, man, it's everything. And, you know, being able to, uh, you know, use, use work as this way to e escape that, all that baggage and just kind of dump it off on other people or just leave it, leave it with, you know, leave it with um, other people to kind of manage and deal with. That stuff shows as well because it's short lived. You're able to do it for a little bit. You can drop it off on your wife for a little bit. You can put it off on your kids by not being there. Uh, you can dump it off on your parents and blame them for everything. But I tell you, at some point, uh, that that whole, that their whole strength to kind of manage your your BS is going to fall off, and you're going to be stuck with the bag, and you're going to have to deal with it eventually. So, I think that those were a couple key points. Check out this clip. Your personal relationships. Those can get, get easily twisted. Mm -hmm. I've even caught myself saying, I intended to. Yeah. Right? Whenever but you're trying to like, make up. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, not precedent to that? Yeah. Well, attention is like involuntary, like involuntary manslaughter. You know, somebody gets hit by a car, it's like unintentional, but the person's still dead. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, intention is a, is a, is a, is a shaky thing because Regardless of what you intended to do, the, the end result is still there. It still, it still exists. Yeah. So the intention almost doesn't matter. It depends. It's situational, right? Yeah. Motive is something we all have, right? Like sometimes it's a hidden agenda. Other times, you know, it's it's just something that we have when we need in order to survive. It's like a survival mechanism. There's the reason for the, that we do everything we do. Mm. You're drinking that drink. You just probably saw it and were like, let me get this drink and drink it. But yeah. 
your body's telling you that it probably wants this beverage in order to quench your thirst so you're not dehydrated. There's like things going on in order for you to survive. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This this interview, if you trace it back, you may not be able to see it on the surface, but it's probably rooted in you surviving. Mm. Like there's so many, we have motive with everything, right? Yeah. And I think it's important um, in some instances to be very, be very frank about your motive and make sure that it's not hidden, make sure it's clear, um, make sure you're in tune with your motive uh, so that you can present the motive in a way that doesn't, that doesn't you know, create a situation where somebody's going to disconnect, somebody thinks you're being shady. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't move like that, man. You just got to be pure, as pure as possible in this, in this impure <laughs> world. And, you know, the, the very last thing I like that, that, we, that we talked about was pain is a byproduct of growth. Man, that I could, I'm, I'm going to do a whole separate series and episodes about that, but uh, everything I can relate, I can relate back to, especially as a personal trainer and just knowing how it is in the very beginning, even with the, even with like podcasting, like this is something that's new for me, still mad uncomfortable, still, I know I sound like crap at certain times, still a lot of stuttering, a lot of hums and uhs, but each week it's something that I focus on getting better at. So the pain is there up front, it's embarrassing, but you still put content out, you still press forward. Um, and on top of that, same thing happens whenever you're trying to get healthy. Uh, the very first couple of weeks, if you haven't worked out in a while, you're going to be extremely sore uh, that your muscle fibers breaking down and trying to reheal themselves. The biggest thing with pain is that we don't let it get to a place of massive trauma to where we're just um, we're just unable to really move or we're just paralyzed where we are. So even then, as long as you can get yourself moving in, you know, maybe it's a small movement, maybe it's a, um, a very small a progressional type of setup, right? You don't have to do it all overnight, but there is a steps that, that everybody should be taking towards growth and not just growth, but, but running towards that pain so you can face those fears. Cause that's really all we're talking about here. So, you know, I'm gonna leave you guys with that today. It's obviously after the exchange is one of my shorter episodes. Um, man, I got a super long episode coming up next week. It's an hour long, man. I just had too much fun talking to Sean down there at his place in Cali Comfort. Uh, look forward to posting that next Friday. Uh, please, let's always connect. I look forward to answering more of your questions around growing your business. Please hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor. Um, get your butt on Anchor and check it out. See if it makes sense for you. I enjoy it. I don't post there as much as I like because I'm just getting into Instagram a little bit too heavy doing more of the social media management for my company so so yeah so i you know i mean obviously all the dollars that we're going to put i'm going to put on uh facebook and instagram because i just feel like everybody the whole world is there um and you can just really segment it down but whatever your platform is you know i'm there i have at least have a profile and i'll check my messages at least once a week so hit me up joe alex lemon it's the exact same no matter where you go i look forward to talking to you guys soon online offline Um, And until next time, be great.